Welcome to Read My Lips Radio, a lively hour of unscripted conversations with savvy creatives. Producer and host, a.k.a. Radio Red, asks novelists, artists, photographers, designers, comedians, actors, musicians, composers, screenwriters, directors, and technology innovators about their creative passion, inspirational muses, and how they create. Ooh, how those lips can talk. Now, here's AKA Radio Red. AKA Radio Red, and I'm so happy to be here. For those of you like me celebrating the Festival of Lights, it's the second candle lighting night of Hanukkah. I don't know the Jewish year number. I gave that up a long time ago. But happy, happy. I hope you're having good potato latkes, and I hope there are lots of little presents. Just being alive and healthy right now is a gift, right? Just being and having the people you know. I've lost three people in the past couple weeks, one to COVID, and very, very sad. So sending love and good wishes around the world. Let's do a quick shout out before I invite my guests to introduce themselves. We have to do this before anybody talks on the show, except me, of course. I'm the host. I want my guests on the count of three to join me in saying hello, L, L, L. One, two, three. Hello, L-L-L. And one of my guests is Ella. We're not talking about you yet, my dear. L-L-L. <laughs> and by the way, uh, Amazon just delivered a package. Thank you. And I hope Alexa doesn't bother me. <laughs> okay. LLL is lovely, lanky Laura Legs, my most loyal listener. And we're taking up a fictitious Eddie, a fake GoFundMe, so you can contribute to that, okay? It's okay. pretend. And we're sending lovely, lanky Laura Legs, our most loyal listener, to London because she lives in Whitestone, New York, and that's just not an L word. So we're going to have to. <laughs> we're we're going to have to. We've been trying for a long time and we still haven't gotten her moved. Today, oh my goodness, is, let's see, it's the what day is today? It's the 29th of November. Where has yes. the year gone? Yes. It's the 333rd day of the Gregorian calendar. I always say thank you to Greg, Gregory, Greggy, whatever his mommy called him. And we appreciate his calendar because we're still using the darn thing. There are, everybody listen, 32 days left in 2021. This is the 47th Monday of the year, and I'm the only one who cares about that. So that's okay. <laughs> and the reason I tell you this, 32 days left is because... If you're planning to make some kind of bootleg whiskey in a still in the backyard, you don't have much time to get the flavors right. If you're planning good to, to brew good, yes. If you're planning to brew Kahlua in the sink in the garage, you need time for it to really, really <laughs> mellow. So get the go. And if you're planning to have some bang out celebration on New Year's Eve and you're ordering wine, whiskey, anything at an online <clears throat> liquor store or a real liquor store, we have ABC Liquors here in Durham. Get thee to a shelf where they have something now because I tell you, those shelves are going to be empty, right, Mary? In two yes, seconds ma after the show, everything. So that's why I'm telling you, I'm doing the count out all year so we can get ready. This is the new zodiac sign. We're in Sagittarius. Oh, my goodness gracious. Attractive and graceful, full of wisdom, youthfulness, and optimism. Are there any Sagittarius eyes on the show tonight? Anybody Sagittarius? Not I. I'm, I'm a Libra, so no. You develop an influential social circle. Your astrological symbol is the archer. Bam! You're ruled by the planet Jupiter. You're governed by the fire element, which gives you a constant pursuit for change and growth. There, so happy Sagittarius to all of you. Now, I want to tell you about my three wonderful guests. And guests, please wave hello to Facebook. We're live on Facebook. I'm looking at all of you. Wave hello. hello. There we are, live on Facebook. Yes. So first up, we're going to be meeting in just a moment, Mary Oves. She spelled Mary Wave. We're going to, she spells her last name O-V-E-S. She's a head writer mm, of the lifestyle blog, the Chrysalis Collection. Did I say that right? Collective? <laughs> Collective is correct. And yep. Chrysalis or Chrysalis? Chrysalis? Chrysalis, yep. I got it right this time. She's a college <laughs> professor of English. Bravo to you. I Thank applaud you. you because 
We need to make sure English is back to being used correctly. I'm sorry, I'm a stickler for that. She's a mm-hmm. contributor to the Irma Bombeck Humor Writers Guild. I can't wait to t- heard about that. And she's the author of This Is Widowhood, The Ups, Downs, The In-Betweens, coming out in 2022. Mary Oves will have you introduce yourself in a minute. Thank you so much for joining me. You've got the most fabulous headset on. Eddie Thank Goodman you. is here. Thank you. Eddie Goodman, you can wave hello. He started something called CRST. That's Conflict Resolution Support Team, Safe School program in the California schools and it was so successful he did it for a whole year for free in the Watts area and I bet there were challenges there Eddie I think we know that that the principal was so excited and so grateful and so impressed with Eddie and and what he and his team were doing that he went and got funding to expand the program and added a Saturday mentoring see I read your bio a mentoring program and that's an accolade to you Eddie and your creativity and we'll be talking about that you also created and this is what after after your name, Earn Our Trust app that promotes African-American-owned businesses that are making a positive impact in the community. And let's face it, we want everybody's businesses to make a positive impact, whoever owns them and whatever the community is. That's what we're looking for. Eddie, welcome. And then we have the lovely Ella Badura with us. Ella spells her first name E-L-A. That's why I had to ask her how to pronounce it. She is a certified spiritual healer. She's a relationship coach. She's the coach. She's the author of Stay in the Marriage or Let It Go. Well, I wish I'd read your book a long time ago, dear. (laughs) And Ella did something really, really creative and interesting. She said, well, I've got a vision board. I've got all these dreams. So she said, wait a minute, a while ago, I'm not putting in, in ornaments on the Christmas tree. I'm going to take paper clips. I'm going to take clothespins and I'm going to put my dreams and wishes from my vision board on the tree and call them light dreams. And guess what? Ha! Surprising thing. She learned she had a talent for songwriting and most of her dreams came true. Ella, welcome. So happy to have you here. Thank Thank you very much to all of you. So let's go around the table and let's get some deeper introductions. Mary Oves, I'm putting you on speaker view, my dear. And take about three minutes. I know you could talk for an hour about your your tremendous background, but please tell us. And I'm just really curious about the Irma Bombeck Humor Writers Guild. I want to hear about that. And talk to us about Chrysalis Collective. Mary, you're up. Welcome. Thank you very much. Uh, Actually, something pretty interesting happened since uh, the National Publicity Summit. Um, I do I do blog for the Irma Bombeck. It's sponsored through the University of Dayton. Um, And it's a it's an Irma Bombeck foundation that's run actually by the Irma Bombeck family. And they have um, a it's what's called the humorist in residence contest uh, writers contest. I'm mostly a humor writer. Um, I have uh, been a columnist for the Philadelphia Inquirer and New York Times. Um, I, I do humorous op-eds. Um, so I had submitted an essay entitled, This is Widowhood, uh, to the Irma Bombeck a Humorist in Residence um, contest. And what that will entail in March is I go to the conference, I give the keynote, and then they, they put me up for two weeks in the hotel and let me write for two weeks to finish my book or my project. Well, I won. I won. I just got the phone call. Round table, everybody. Come on. Applause. Let's go, Eddie. Everybody. Well, it's, I am so honored to have you here to talk to us. That is quite something, Mary. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. Um, I've, I've been writing like our Irma. I've channeled my Irma for 25 years. I knew I had a decent shot, but um, submissions come in from 10 different countries. Uh, so, you know, it was... I, I'm still in shock over it, and it's not just the honor of it to finish up. And I know I only have three minutes. It's 
it's the the opportunity and the and the contacts that I'm going to meet. The judges were the producers of The Simpsons, um, and it's producers and directors and agents will be there, and it's just completely changed the trajectory of my of my creative life. Completely changed my life. I'm thrilled. So I wanted to share that with you. Mary, that's so exciting. And you really went out on a limb. You said, hey, I, I did do this. We'll talk a lot more about your humor writing. I'm very intrigued. But before, yes. I, before I move to Eddie, I'd like you to tell us a little bit more about Chrysalis Collective. What is that? I'd be delighted. Um, when my husband passed away in 2017, I retired from the high school English classroom and I transferred to the college uh, classroom full t- uh, full part and full time. And um, my friends kept saying, you know, you're always, because I've been a freelance journalist for so long, you're always talking, telling other people's stories. Why don't you tell your story? Because you're so fascinating, what you've gone through and the things you've done. And I said, I'm very private. I don't know if I could ever you know, run a blog. And then the first, you know, within the first six months, you know, I I had gotten 5,000, you know, hits and and viewers and it just exploded uh, with sponsorships and and it's monetized. And it's mostly life, it's mostly lifestyle and satire, but it's moving closer now to being mostly satire because I want to put that out for, from all my readers that found out about the contest that I won. Uh, but it's my, it is my passion project. I blog Monday through Friday. I, I post at 5 a.m. And it's usually just something funny or poignant or insightful from my life. I have to find it and read some of that. I, I, I work with a lot of companies and businesses. My other name, my other persona, my business radio and podcast persona. And people say, well, I'll do one a month. Or I used to do a newsletter for an attorney in New York, and she said, well, I'll put out one a month. And I'm saying, "Yeah, really? Not Who's going to even remember? No. Until you've been doing it for a couple of years, they say, oh, well, she had 12 last year. and twelve. Well, that's okay. Well, that's a body of content, right, Mary? That's something. Yes, yes. But just to do one a month, well, it's a lot. No. Well, just write smaller bites. I, I actually, um, I used to teach adult ed in one of my classes. What was I teaching? Uh, podcasting, I think, and uh, blogging back in Great Neck, New York. And one of my students, Eddie and Ella, I think you'll also get a kick out of this. She wrote so many blogs, so many pieces that she put them together and self-published a book. That's what I'm doing. Called yep. Raging Against Aging. And it was no effort because she had written everything. Her name is That's Jacqueline right. Becker. She'd mm-hmm. written everything in these little small blobs, blogs she was posting on WordPress. And she looked at this body of work and she said, I got a book I have, here. I have 500,000 words, right? She posted, she published the book and exactly. it got really good reviews. So yep. anyway... That's why I'm on here every single Monday night yeah. talking to fascinating people like all of you. And by the way, Mary mentioned the National Publicity Summit. Most of my regular listeners will know that that's where I meet 99.9% of my guests at Steve Harrison, Bradley Communications Publicity Summit. I'm going to another one next week. Thank you, Mary. Eddie Goodman, I have been waiting to talk to you. You made such an impression at the summit. You had a, a, a guy with you who was on your team, and he, he can't be with us tonight, but you're here. Eddie, I'm going to put you on speaker view. Would you do me the honor? Honor, please, of telling us who you who is the real Eddie Goodman. I want to ask you to stand up because you got a great microphone there. That's Thank very you. impressive, Thank by you. the way. Eddie, what is this project all about? What caused you? What started you to want to create a better, safer way for kids in certain areas of, of where you are? Talk to me, Eddie. Well, yeah, um, I was picking up my cousin who I had custody of um, at, high, at Lock High School in Watts, and a, a fight had broke out. And 
no security came. And so, so even some of the parents were looking like, well, when the security coming? So when they didn't show up, we just decided to break up the fight. So I went to the principal after I started like working with youth in the community and say, hey, you know, I just started a security company and I seen that you guys had no security when the fight broke out, nobody showed up. So he looked at my brochure and he said, hey, I need you guys program, but I don't know if I have the money to pay for it. So we went to the went to his office and his secretary said, well, the budget was already done prior to that principal because that was his first year there. It was his first day on the job, matter of fact. And he said, um, I said, well, don't worry about the money. Let's just go ahead and get the work done and worry about the um, money later. So I volunteered for a whole year for free, helping kids walking to and from school, working in the tardy room, getting kids to go to class and different stuff like that. Eddie, 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 Eddie. I want a round of applause for Eddie. Eddie, come on. If that isn't paying it forward, giving it back, all rolled into one. And what gave you the idea for this Earn Our Trust? That's what we've got after your name today. Tell us a little bit about that. To whom is it directed? What sparked your idea? I I consider you a very creative guy because you said there's a need. I have the means, I have the generosity, I have the spirit, and I have the energy and the knowledge to make something happen. And you pitched in and you did it. And that's a creative approach to problem solving. That's why you're here today. Eddie, tell us about Earn, thank you. Tell us about Earn Your Trust, our trust. Yeah, so basically I'm trying to build a community where people can come and find businesses that are actually giving back to the community. It sparked because of the George Floyd protest on Google, you have 400% people looking to support Black-owned businesses. And on Yelp, the percentage jumped up to 7,000%. The problem is, is that you just can't pick any random business and say, well, I'm going to support this business just because it's owned by a Black person. That doesn't mean that that person's mission is to do anything for the community. So the people that I have on my app, we have vetted them, and they're actually giving back to the community. And I'll give you one example. One of the businesses on my app only hire people that's been incarcerated. Not only do they hire people that's been in prison to give them a second chance, but they apply, they uh, um, provide them with housing for six months, teach them how to get the credit together so they can save enough money so they can have their own place. So to me, that, that covers a lot of things because cause if, you don't, if, if, you don't, if you don't have an employment, what you're going to do is you're going to end up going back to what you know, and that's out there robbing and stealing then you're going to have interacting with law enforcement to turn negative. So it covers a lot of things. So those are the kind of businesses that have a business model that actually doing something concrete that we can measure that that is actually having a positive impact within the community. Thank you, Eddie. Very, very interesting. And just why don't we do a shout out to the gentleman who was with you at the summit? What was his name? I met his name, his name was Lee Johnson. What's up, Lee? What's up, Lee? Okay, <laughs> tell Lee he's coming on next time, okay? That's right, I, want, that's right. I want to talk to Lee. I met them both. I said, boy, this is a dynamic duo, but Eddie is here. Eddie, thank you very much you. for representing. I appreciate what you do. Let's move to Ella Badura. Ella, tell me about your name. E-L-A is not the way we usually spell it. What's your background? Where do you come from, if I may ask? And tell us about your book and what you're doing. Ella, welcome. Yes, hello. Thank you so much for having me here. Uh, my name is a shortcut of Polish Elizabeth, which is Elżbieta, and when I became an American citizen, I just shortcut it because everybody butchered my name. (laughs) 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 So I just shortened it, and to be unique, I just put one L, so it's E-L-A. 
I was 19 when I came to United States. The States. I just packed up my 50-pound suitcase. I didn't know a single soul in this country. Um, I spoke broken English. Didn't understand majority of things that people were talking to me about. Um, and here I am today, writing books and writing songs, both in English and in Polish. Um, I'm a Reiki healer, spiritual healer, um, helping people with their relationship problems. Um, because I believe that as a creator, we can create everything in our life, not just art, but we can create our relationships, we can create our lives, um, we can just create trouble <laughs> and everything else in between. I appreciate that. Well, your your naming, your self-naming and your changing your name when you came here was very creative to begin with. But tell me about the process, if I may ask, Ella, of how did you learn to go from what you called broken English to being so articulate? By the way, you speak beautifully, but you have a beautiful speaking voice. It's Thank almost you almost musical. You have a lovely speaking voice. And I want to know, what was your process of saying, I want to learn to speak and write English, and now you write? And tell us about that Christmas tree where you put the vision board wishes, the dreams on the tree. Eddie's smiling. He wants to, Eddie, Eddie wants to hear that one. Come on, do it for Eddie. Go ahead, Ella. <laughs> sure, ahead. sure. You got well, applause already. Ella, go ahead. Well, um, I have always created dream boards or... Um, any other visual um, to represent my dreams that I would like for them to come true. But I was always hiding them either in a closet or in the bathroom. And those who use my bathroom, they could see it on my mirror. Um, and one year, it was last year, I decided I'm going to put my vision board on the Christmas tree. And then from Christmas tree, I moved into this picture frame that you can see behind me, just partial, because mm -hmm. I wanted to highlight it and I wanted to put it in the visible place where I can just pass by that place and just keep on looking at my dreams. And that year, every of my dream came true, except for going to Hawaii, <laughs> which, is still, <laughs> which is still my dream and I'm still going to do it. Um, I just didn't do it this year. That's a goal. That's not a dream. Come on. When you're ready, you'll get on a plane and you'll go to Hawaii. That's fine. What about your songs? What kinds of songs do you write? Well, I have actually surprised myself last year. In the fall of last year, um, I was just sitting in the armchair and suddenly a um, tune just popped in my head. I'm like, hmm, this is interesting. Where did I hear it? But it just kept on coming. I'm like, I have not heard it anywhere. So then I, you know, like I mumbled into the microphone just to record a little bit of it. And then suddenly I could hear the words like they came from inside of me. I cannot even explain it other than I was inspired. I was in spirit. And within 15 minutes, I created a beautiful song, I'm Coming Home. And after that, I have written 15 songs in English, three in Polish. And I'm on the roll because just two days ago, I was meditating. And in the middle of a meditation, I created two another. <laughs> so <laughs> it just keeps on coming. 
Very, very nice. That's that's the way it does. I wrote a couple mm-hmm. of romantic comedy plays several years ago, and I just decided I had so much experience having been di- divorced for so many years, single for so many years, and I knew there was just stuff rolling around in my head. So I went on the internet, and I found a format, a template, free mm-hmm. for how do you write a play. And it was the typeface and the size and the paginations and what came first. And you set the stage and then you defined the characters. And then you had your scenes and how did you give the physical scenes and, and all that and what it should look like and how the dialogue should be laid out. In three nights from one o'clock, I don't sleep much, till four in the morning in three <laughs> nights, I wrote my first play. And, and I produced it with community actors in my, I had a television series on Long Island, and I produced it with a green screen in the studio. And years later, I was able to, I read it, I had a, a cold reading salon here, a reading group in my community here in Durham, and I put a bunch of funny things, Raul Dahl and other comedy writers. I probably had something from Irma Bombeck too, Mary, dialogues and, and monologues, and I threw my play in Piece by each act into the mix, and somebody picked it up. Everybody got to pick something off the table, and somebody picked it up and did it as a dialogue with another person. This is cold reading, and mm-hmm. I'm listening to my play being read, and I said, "That's wow. damn funny. Who wrote that? <laughs> oh, it's got my seriously." I liked it, but Ella, what I'm trying to say is, it just comes. And you said, you said, spirited, uh, spirit, inspired, yeah. spirited. I like the way you put those words together. Mary Oves, do you find that your humor writing just flows? It just comes when it's re- just sitting there waiting to be put on on a blog. What do you find? Yeah, I have um, a very. It de- depending on the situation. I can have an inf- infantile sense of humor. I can have a cutting sense of humor. Uh, you know, I, f- I find humor in every situation. And what's funny is I have three sons. My twins are 23 and my youngest is 19. They are a hoot. I ha- when I was interviewed, when I won that contest about the source of my, of my humor, and I said, other than the fact that I think I have a pretty good, uh, you know, sonar for the ridiculous the ridiculousness of life the wonderful ridiculousness of it um, is my sons are just a constant source of material I mean they were just home for five days and I have enough I could write an entire book but um, yeah the creative process for me has always been small things very small things like driving my son back to campus last night and the, the way I-95, it was merging. You merge into, you left, and then you have to merge right, and you end up in the same place you would have been if you didn't have to merge. So we were laughing about it, and I just wrote, I just wrote something for the, uh, for the workshop. I just wrote a small, a small scene for, uh, for a series about the thought, wouldn't it be funny if the person who designed this road was in your car and you could show him all the mistakes he made about designing? <laughs> it's like, for me, it's all about Larry David. Like I'm just I'm like a female Larry David. I'm just like that. I'm cranky, but I've got that satire. And um, I mean, as far as my humor, I could find humor in anything. We'll call you Laurie David. And how do your sons feel about? I got it. Yeah, she got it. Eddie got it. Uh, how do your sons feel about having what they, they do being written about? Do you name them in the comedy, or do you um, make them that's into? A, that's a good question. I'm very careful because they are men. Um, I would, I don't, (laughs) I don't, I would never make fun of them 
unless it was in a in a good spirited way or it, it was something very funny. I I don't make. I would never write about something that's important to them in their lives that they're private about. I would never do that unless if it was for a book and somebody was going to pay me a lot of money, then screw them. Everybody, everybody clap. Everybody, she gets a good mom award. Good mom award, right. Mary Oves. Good mom award. Eddie, I have to put you on the spot here. I know you work hard. I know you contribute to your community, to the schools. You have such a good heart. You're so smart about what you do and, and so much energy. What do you do for personal creativity? Do you sing? Do you dance? Do you, do you write books? Do you write poetry? Do you dream songs? What do you do? Eddie, talk to me about how creativity impacts your personal life, the real Eddie Goodman. What do you think? Well, you know, I come from the music industry, so, you know, I love making songs. Um, I like uh, to travel. I like to, uh, I'm an adventurous guy, you know. I would like to jump out of an airplane, but I'm scared of heights. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a problem, then. <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, don't. No. But yeah, you know, like I said, you know, I, I, I come from the music industry, so like producing, working with artists, you know, I toured, been on tour before, you know, just, you know, out there seeing the country and stuff like that. What so. did you do in the music industry? I didn't see that in your bio. What did you do? Where did you work? Give me, come on, drop some names here, kid. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, back in the 1990s, you know, you know, working with like artists like Ice Cube and different people like that, um, went on tour with B.I.G., rest in peace, you know, so yeah, yeah, I, I was a part of the first West Coast, we're all in the same game, Peace song, it was just like the song Self-Destruct in New York, and I was instrumental on putting that together because I was like, we got to stop the violence in Los Angeles, so I came up with, you know, we can do a West Coast version of the East Coast Stop the Violence song. So I was involved in that as well. Thank you. Eddie, do you consider yourself, you wake up in the morning and say, I'm a creative person. I'm going to create something interesting today. Do you think of yourself that way? Yeah, because I've got this app that I'm continuing growing and changing. And we also published a book um, and I helped write that with my team. So, yeah, I consider myself a person Good. every day. We're Good. trying to make a difference. There you go. Creativity for a... I had a guest last week who coined a phrase I had never quite heard before, and I think it applies to you, Eddie Goodman. It's courageous creativity. That's Do you right. like that? I like courageous that. Courageous... I'm, I'm giving that. I'm loaning that Thank to you. you. <laughs> You're a courageous creator. I'm going to yeah. try not to cry. Mary, <laughs> do you consider yourself a courageously outrageous creative? A courageously outrageous? What do you think? Are you referring to me or are you talking to, to you? To Mary. Oh, okay, Mary. good. I want to make sure you didn't skip oh, off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. gosh. Uh, I, I, I think I'm the bravest person I know just for the fact that I live. I mean, I kind of have a big ego, <laughs> if you couldn't tell. Um, I, uh, I think when I first went live with my blog, um, I'm, a, I'm an incredibly private person. I mean, incredibly private. Um, and so when I, you know... I, my friends were, you know, suggesting that I publish my blog and it was probably the most, honestly, the most terrifying day of my, uh, the most terrifying day of my life when I hit that pu go live or go publish and I knew everyone was going to read my thoughts and I'm talking about extremely personal matters about, you know, the death of a spouse and, 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 you know, retiring from the teaching platform and um, I'm back in now, but, um, yeah, I'll tell you. I, um, I, I think I think my five day week, my five day week blogs are pretty creative when it comes to being an introvert, and all we ever try to do is stay out of the limelight. But I knew I had to. 
I had to break out. I had to. There you go. Thank you very much. Ella, you wake up every day and say, I'm creative, right? You just feel it. You know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sometimes uh, I cannot wait to wake up (laughs) so I can either write or do something extra. I I just, I find myself uh, very creative and courageous as well. I like that. I'm going to have to, I'm trying to think of who the lady was on last week's show. I'm going to let her know. It was Aileen. Oh, that's right. Eileen Forrestal. Yes. Forrestal. Yes. You're absolutely right. The one who designs the diaries, the calendars. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Very, very interesting. She went from uh, being an anesthesiologist for 36 years to becoming a a writer and uh, a writer. And let's see what else. And she's a publisher, self-published as well, has a publishing company. She said she jokes that for 35 years, she put people to sleep for a living and that's trying to wake them up. (laughs) (laughs) Thank goodness, Eileen. Yes. Now, you all, shout out to Eileen. Now, thank you, Ella, for that. I, I want to go through quickly. You each sent me uh, your, one of your favorite movie or song quotes, TV character quotes. I'm going to read the quote with a little bit of background, and I want you to just take two minutes because I want to get to your creativity statements as well. And then we got to go through these wacky holidays I found for this week. You won't <laughs> believe what, what somebody is. I think this is like the Wikipedia of calendars. They have a thing where you can submit your own holiday. Okay. I'm not ready for that yet. So I'll read the quote with a little bit of background, and I want you to just take about two minutes and tell us why you picked the quote, what has to do with creativity. Mary Oves picked a quote from Miranda Priestly, played by the gorgeous, wonderful, smart, beautiful Meryl Streep. The movie, of course, The Devil Wears Prada, 2006 American comedy drama. I love the way they put the genres together. <laughs> used to be, it's a funny movie, it's a comedy. No, I'm going to see a drama. No, it's a funny drama. Okay, it's yeah. a drama with, it's a dramedy. No, it's a comedy drama. Maybe it's a sci-fi. You know, we get these all in there. Okay. Yeah. The quote is, feel free to move at a glacial pace. You know how that thrills me, and I don't do a Meryl Streep impersonation. (laughs) Thank you. Mary, two minutes. Talk to me. How in the world do you find us, and what does it have to do with creativity? Go ahead. I I really wanted to choose something sophisticated, but I I just wanted to choose something fun. It's one. My sons know if that movie is on, it is on my television. I don't care if I watched it an hour before or two hours before. Uh, It combined three things I love, Meryl Streep, fashion, and journalism. Um, And... I identified a lot with the character of Miranda Priestly of a woman in an occupation uh, where because you're a woman, you're judged uh, a little bit more you know, harshly than you would be if you were in that position as a man and how tough she was. Um, and that feeling of always being, she was always five or 10 steps ahead of everyone else in the movie. So as she's waiting for her assistant to hand her that, uh, what she was asking for. She says, by all means, move at a glacial pace. You know how that throws me. I say that all the time. I say it to my sons. I say it to my students and nobody knows wh- where it's from, but they think it's mine. They're so used to my saying it. They know now. <laughs> Talk about saying things in public. They know now. You got to get them all. You can send them to Facebook. And you you know something? A couple months ago, I had some guests who promoted the show so much that we had 12,000 views of the Facebook video. That has wow. never happened before. It has never happened since. We're lucky if we get 100. I'm counting on you, Mary Oves, to tell me. <laughs> 
Every, Got it. Eddie, everybody in Earn Our Trust is going to come watch you on this video. And yeah, Ella, you know, everybody too. <laughs> Thank you very much. Let's move to Eddie. Eddie Goodman has sent us a quote from Lyrics to Billionaire, a reggae and pop rap. There we go, combining genres. Reggae pop rap song by Travi McCoy and Bruno Mars. Well, when I saw Bruno Mars was involved, I sat up because <laughs> I just love Bruno Mars. I'm not going to tell you the, oh, by the way, let's see now. Um, uh, let's see. McCoy co-wrote the the song with Bruno Mars, Philip Lawrence, and Ari Levine of the Smeezingtons. It was created from a melody that Mars and Lawrence were humming. Listen to this. The lyrics were, Ella, you'll love this. The lyrics were created during an 11-day trip that Bruno Mars and Levine made to London to work on a record. 11 days during the trip they made this. Yes, it reached number one in the Netherlands, number two in Ireland and New Zealand, top five in the UK and the US. And the video features McCoy driving a Mini Cooper with Bruno Mars in the passenger seat. How cool is that? Now, here's the line. Everybody's waiting for it. I want to be a billionaire so freaking bad. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Eddie, tell us how you found this quote and what does it mean for our creativity topic? Go ahead, Eddie Goodman. Well, you know, um, the, the topic of wanting, you know, to have that kind of wealth is because I really believe in investing in people and giving people the creative space to be creative, to be innovative, so, so we can change lives. So, yes, I would love to be a billionaire because I wouldn't be out there, you know, buying a whole bunch of houses and stuff like that. I will be investing in people. Thank you. Very, oh, very nice. And this is the season of giving, right? Yeah, the season yeah. of wishing and hoping and doing and giving. The season of gratitude. I think a lot of people will thank you just for having that thought, Eddie. Yeah. So thank you. There you go. Eddie, you keep stopping me in my tracks here. You're going to make me cry. I swear. Don't do that. I'm the host. Don't make the host cry, Eddie. No, I'm going to make you cry. No, Please, no. don't make me cry. Okay. I knew I liked you when I met you. Okay. Ella Badura has sent us a wonderful quote from Dory, the forgetful blue tang voiced by Ellen DeGeneres in the film Finding Nemo. And here is the quote. Hey, Mr. Grumpy Gills, when life gets you down, you know what you got to do. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming, jimming, swimming, swimming, swimming. What do we do? We swim. We swim. Ella, I love this. I love this. And, and on my business radio shows, under my other name, I have guests pick a quote that has nothing to do with the business topic. It could be supply chain manufacturing. It could be factory 4.0. It could be the Internet of Things. And people are picking this just keep swimming because if you think about it, you're saying that to any business today, right? Even if it's the boat in the harbor with all the stuff our supply chain is choking on and it can't get into our hands, into our stores, but just keep swimming is a message to businesses. I love the quote. Ella, tell me how this applies to our topic today. Go ahead. Um, Well, in life, I, I believe that in life, we can make as many mistakes as we are wanting to make. Um, but we just have to keep on swimming through life because life is hard enough. Um, and when we make mistake and we become grumpy or when something doesn't work how we wanted it to work, all we have to do is just reapply ourselves and just just keep swimming, just keep swimming, <laughs> just like you know Dory did. And I have a little Dory <laughs> right by my computer every single day to remind myself about don't ever give up. Just keep on going. Keep on swimming. 
That's lovely. Thank you very much. Thank you all for the quotes. Let's do a couple of creativity statements here. Mary Oves, I'm putting your statement one and two together. I'll read them for you. Take two minutes. I want it because we still have to do the holidays. We still have to do famous birthdays. So Mary Oves says the following. Everybody, I think you need to write this down. Creativity is a wild mind and a disciplined eye. And then she says, creativity is the greatest rebellion in history. Mary, two minutes. I'm not clocking you, but keep it fast. Go ahead. What do these mean to us? Go ahead. Oh, um, as far as rebellion, I'll have to just come from a personal stance for that. Uh, I live in a very small, on a very small barrier island where everything is so encapsulated um, and you, everybody shopped at the same place and you, you do everything the same way. Everybody talks the same way and dresses the same way. I've always been that rebel. Um, I don't talk the way people want me to talk. I don't act the way people want me to act. It drove my poor husband crazy. But just so you know, I wasn't the cause or anything. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it drove him crazy. But he respected me for it because I was a rebel. Um, And can you read the first one back to me? Um, Sure. Yeah. Sure, dear. The first one was creativity is a wild mind and a disciplined eye. Yeah, you can find me pretty much. Uh, when I say I'm an introvert, I can't stress that enough. I, I do. Uh, I'm, I'm a big believer in uh, staying silent and being in silence. And just like Ella, I, I do a lot of meditating. Um, and you can find me at any time, whether I'm on the college campus, just observing uh, in a restaurant, just listening, uh, being quiet and watching. And then what you get just from that, you can create the most wild images and words and stories uh, that you can't believe anyone that quiet could ever just like Emily Dickinson just kind of looked out her window. Look at the beautiful poetry she created. Thank you very much. Very interesting. I like the wild mind. Eddie Goodman, I'm looking at your statement. First, Eddie says one of the ways he's creative is, I'll just read this. He splits his screen at work onto two different documents, wears a headset, takes calls, and his girlfriend likes cheese pieces, so he orders half cheese and half veggies for him. <laughs> that's cre- that's cre- called getting along in a relationship creativity. Eddie, I want to talk about statement number four. You say being, and I put it in the chat for you, being creative is making something out of nothing, using your imagination, taking something, and this is what you excel at, Eddie, taking something from concept to reality. And Eddie says he does a lot of multitasking when working. Eddie, briefly, is this your definition of creativity? Because I like it. Go ahead. Yeah, just give me an example. When um, we had to get ready for the summit, I had to work on the app, the website, and co-wrote the book with my team. So there, there you go. It was like really challenging, and we had to be done by, like we started there like in June. And I think the summit was started in like what, September. So being creative, you know, putting all those things together, staying up late nights, um, being dedicated, being passionate about what I love, you know, really was the fuel to make me pull that off. Thank you very much. The fuel. Good word for creativity, the fuel. Good one, Eddie. Ella, let's look at your statement number three. You sent me, I like this. I put it in the chat for you. You say, I'm creating something from being inspired in spirit, which we talked about before. And here's the key I want you to talk about. Not really worrying if anyone likes or values my creations because I know they are valuable. This is a life lesson here, Ella. Talk to me. Absolutely. Um, I believe that when we are inspired, we are actually having a spirit talk through us. Uh, We are very close to creator, which is creation, comes from creator. Um, And I don't care if others like it or not. 
I like it. And that's what matters because I believe that if I like my creations and I'm passionate about it, everybody else is going to follow the suit. But if I'm shy and not sure about if I really like it or not, then people will pick up on that and they will not like it. So I really don't care if, if others like it because I know they will because I am passionate about it. I like that. Thank you very much. Thank you all for the statements. I appreciate that. I started using a jot form for deliverables a couple months ago, and it seems to be something that my guests are embracing and using well. So I appreciate it. Let's do some birthday shout outs. Nobody here is having a birthday, are you? Anybody on the panel? We nope. wouldn't want to miss that. Okay, <laughs> just raise your hand if you know who I'm talking about. Actor and TV host Howie Mandel, 66 years old. Hello, Howie Mandel. Don Cheadle turns 57, very well-known movie actor. Anna Farish, she was just on Mom, remember? Okay, mm-hmm. but I don't know if you know, she played the birth mother of Chandler and Monica's twins on Friends on four episodes. Oh. Uh-huh. I didn't know that. Actress Diane Ladd is 86. My goodness, musician Chuck Mangione, 81. Da-da. I can't even, I'm thinking of the song in my head where Chuck Mangione has played. Very famous singer, keyboardist Felix Cavalieri of the Rascals. Everybody remember the Rascals? How yep. can I be sure in a world that's constantly changing? That's my favorite Rascal song. He's 79. Jeff Fahey from Lost is 69. Director, let's see, act, actor Carthy Moriarty is 61. Kim Delaney from NYPD Blue is 60. Tom, si- Tom Sizemore could be your brother. He's 60. Andrew McCarthy, one of my favorite actors. He was oh, I love a- him. Yeah, yeah, he had a quirky role on, um, I think, Lipstick Jungle, and I think he was on Desperate Housewives, too. I'm not sure. Uh, singer cool. Jonathan Knight of New Kids on the Block is 53. Well, I guess he's not a kid on the block anymore. <laughs> uh, let's see. I, I gave you Anna Ferris already. Lauren German. I don't know if anybody knows her, but she's the detective, the cop, who's the love interest on Lucifer. She's 40. Oh, yes. Ever seen Lucifer? It's a little outrageous. They personify Lucifer. Lucifer. His name is Lucifer. He owns a fabulous nightclub in L.A., and he is the devil coming back. And they even get um, uh, his brother is named Amenadiel, and he, they have wings, and the wings show up once in a while. <laughs> and they just brought in – what it, I forgot the name of the actor who just came in as their father, who is God. And they have an actress playing their mother who has an affair with a, one of the other cops. It's, it's a very, very fun series. It's a cop show, but it's very quirky. And Tom Ellis is phenomenal as Lucifer. I'll just recommend that. There's a rapper named The Game, whoever he or she is, at 42. <laughs> There's a dr- I'm a drummer, so I'm doing a shout-out to drummer Ringo Garza of the Los Lonely Bands. Boys is 40. And uh, somebody named John Milheiser, who is a comedian. From Saturday Night Live, I've never heard of him, but he was there 40. Happy birthday to all of you. And let's do some national holidays. If you want to say something, just jump in, just shout out. So today is Monday, the 29th of November. It's National Lemon Cream Pie Day. (laughs) Wish I had known that. Well, if you had asked me, if you listened to last week's show, I would have told you because I announced the Monday of the week before. It's also Cyber Monday. We all know that. And yeah. it's Chadwick Boseman Day. He played the Black Panther in the Marvel films and he was James Brown in the movie Get On Up. Chadwick Boseman, who left us way too soon. So there's a remembrance from him. Uh, tomorrow is Tuesday. It's Giving Tuesday. It's National Computer Security Day. Okay. It's National Mason Jar Day. Does anybody still have any mason jars in their house? You do? Eddie, I do. you know what a mason jar is? Yeah. 
Yep. Okay. Uh, people used to make uh, they put they put uh, pickles and beets and uh, jams and jellies. Mason canning. Jar, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Canning. That's right. It's yeah. National Moose Day. They didn't say there was <laughs> the chocolate mousse. I used to put rum in mine when I make it with chocolate chips melted and all that and heavy cream. Oh, <gasps> so good. Or whether it's hair mousse day, it could be either one. I don't. It's just National Moose Day, so you can eat it or go put it in your hair. It's national. <laughs> st- it's national stay at home because you're well day. I have no idea where that came from. Wednesday, December first. Da 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 da. Uh, National Christmas Lights Day. It's oh. the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree lighting. Oh, I, I love that. I don't know whose tree they chopped down, but somebody's is going to be there. You know how that goes. <laughs> it's also, I think they get paid for that. National Peppermint Bark Day. Anybody like peppermint bark? Yeah, I do. Ooh, I love it. Yeah, yeah, I do. It's yeah. National Cookie Cutter Week. Anybody have any interesting cookie cutters to smash into dough? And, <laughs> no? Okay, I think I still have a few. It's Write a Business Plan Month. It's National oh. Tie Month. Eddie, do you still wear a tie from time to time? Yes, I do. I have a suit, wear a tie. Yeah. Really? What What do your ties look like? Uh, black, blue, green. Are they power ties or are they fun ties? They're power ties. Ah, okay. <laughs> I would have expected nothing less. He had to hesitate there for a second. Okay, uh, let's see now. It's also Eat a Red Apple Day today. Okay, I'm allergic to apples, but somebody else can have mine. Mm-hmm. It's safe toys and get well. When they started spraying the the pesticide, Alar, I stopped. I couldn't eat peaches, nectarines, anything with a fuzzy skin or apples. For even uh, strawberries were bothering me for a long time. I can't, and grapes are fine. Melons sometimes. I had to give up a lot of fresh fruit. Yes, I know. I know. Thursday, Ella, what? Yeah, I I just wanted to say that ever ever since they started spraying the apple. I have really large lips all the way up to my nose and all the yeah. way down my chin. <laughs> I had an allergic reaction. And on Passover, you make something called haroset with chopped apple and walnuts and honey and a little bit of Passover wine. Well, one year I made it and I was sampling it, of course, to see if I had enough of the wine and the honey in it. And mm-hmm. I got blew up, face blew up, oh, cold, cold claws. And that's when wow. I knew. So now I make my haroset with pear. I can chop up oh. the pear. Mm. It is just as good, let me tell you. Delicious. Family hasn't complained. Wednesday, I'm sorry, Thursday, the 2nd of December is National Mutt Day. Anybody have a dog? Mutt? I lost, do. Lost, lost mine. Oh, sorry. Ella, what mm-hmm. kind of dog do you have? I have a German Shepherd mix. She's 11. She's starting to become a little deaf, <laughs> but she's still the cutest little thing on the planet. Well, you can sing to her, I'm sure. There you I go. sing every day to her. <laughs> she, will, she will hear you. I know that. It's also, strangely enough, it's National Fritters Day. Anybody make fritters? You know, like pancakes? Corn, corn fritters. Corn fritters. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Really, really good. Um, it's also Business of Popping Corn Day. I didn't know there was a business of that. It's also Safety Razor Day. I'm going to take that out of the list. I don't even know why. hundreds of these. Now, Friday. Friday. Friday is make a gift day. Make a gift day, not buy a gift. Make a gift. I remember years and years ago when my family, my husband and my two children and I were living in Eugene, Oregon, and we decided we didn't have a lot of money. We were going to make homemade Christmas gifts for everybody in his family. And they were all over the country, Florida and on the East Coast. 
And we made uh, some kind of a walnut bread with diamond walnuts. It was probably a recipe on the package. And it was a dense bread made in a 9 by 5 pan. And we bought little the little uh, tinfoil pans that you can make, the throwaway ones. And we decorated them and we wrapped them in gift wrapping. And we went to the post office. I think the bill, to, you know how heavy this stuff is, how dense? The bill to mail them, like <laughs> five of them, was something like 50 bucks. And I said to my husband, are you Serious? We did this to save money? This was way before the gift card era, way before. He, he's been gone years and years. But the point is that we, we couldn't believe. I think we took a couple of them home and yeah. ate them and gave them to neighbors. And we sent real gifts to people because it was outrageous. Like 50, 60 bucks for me. No, thank you very much. No. Friday is also, okay, Friday, make a gift day. Yes. National Green Bean Casserole Day. Did anybody have green bean casserole? Yeah. We did, we did. I didn't have the green beans, but I bought the French fried onions to go on them. And, oh, were they good. You just, you pop open the top and you go. Must oh, taste like onion rings. Yeah, they do. Oh, they're wonderful. They're salty yeah. and they're wonderful. It's also National Bartender Day on Friday. It's not hug a bartender, but you can between drinks. It's Let's Hug Day. Maybe <laughs> Let's Hug Day. And Bartender Day is supposed to go together. And it's Faux Fur Friday. Well, I'm going to hide my mink coat so nobody can see <laughs> I have a couple of faux furs. Yes, I know. I was so excited when I had enough money to buy myself a short, shorty mink jacket and had my name embroidered inside. And it was quite, the, and I used to sleep, Eddie used to put this on the bottom of my bed and sleep because I said, I've arrived. I can afford my own mink jacket. <laughs> it's like, now you don't talk, you don't dare talk about it. No, I oh, didn't. Oh, God say forbid. It's not mine. It's not my, somebody just left it in the closet when I moved in the house. Okay, Saturday. <laughs> Jay-Z's birthday. Has any everybody seen the Jay-Z and Beyonce Tiffany's ad where he's lying on her lap in a tux? They've got this diamond that's like a pink diamond, and they're advertising <laughs> Tiffany, and she's singing the most gorgeous song, and they are dressed to the nines. You have to see Tiffany TV ad. It's be- beautiful, really like beautiful. Like the Hope Diamond, right? There you go. It's a Beyonce, it's a Beyonce diamond. Yeah. It's a Jay-Z diamond. National Sock Day is Saturday. It's Wear Brown Shoes Day. I don't have any of those. It's Tree Dressing Day. Remember Tree Lighting Day was on, yeah, the first. Well, the fourth is Dress Your Tree. You want to want a naked tree. Oh. It's Santa's List Day. It's National Dice Day. Mm. Throw those things. It's National Cookie Day and it's Global Fat Bike Day. Does anybody have a fat bike? Yeah. You do? Uh, a what road bike, yeah. Oh, tires, okay. tires are real thick for the sand or for uh, off trail. Did not know that. Okay. Yeah, I learned something new. Yeah, there you go. Me too. Here we go. Saturday, Sunday, we're up to Sunday. I'm getting lost here. Sasher Tort Day. Anybody know what a Sasher Tort is? It's a very light chocolate cake. It was invented in Austria in the 1800s by Franz Sacher, S-A-C-H-E-R. Look it up. Sacher, S-A-C-H-E-R, Tort. Very fa- it was supposed to be one of the most famous cakes in the world. It's International Ninja Day, and I'll tell you why. In 2003, there's a company named Ninja Burger. And they wanted everybody to know that they delivered their burgers so fast, they called them Ninja Burgers. Uh-huh. Well, it it held on. They started the holiday, International Ninja Day, and now it's just do something fast like a ninja. <laughs> it's also, I'm afraid to read this one, Bathtub Party Day. I don't think we're, I'm going to take that oh, one Oh, boy. Off. <laughs> I know. And next Monday is the 6th, and I will tell you the holidays. I have to announce them now, Mary, because I'm not going to be on until 7 o'clock at night, and the holidays will be almost over. It's Walt Disney Day. I think for many people, it's always Walt Disney Day. Of course. It's National Pawn Brokers Day. Okay. It's <laughs> Mitten Tree. What's a Mitten Tree? Mitten Tree Day, M-I-T-T-E-N. Anybody know? Do you make it? 
Maybe you decorate your tree with Ella. That's for you. Maybe if you run out of dreams, you put little mittens. <laughs> yes, why not? Good. Actually, I do have mittens on my tree. There you go. I had this <laughs> National Microwave Oven Day. We're going to leave that one out. It's National Gazpacho Day. Everybody, anybody know it's a very cold drink you make. I don't from, like cold, I don't like cold soup. I don't either. I yeah, don't either. Yeah. Well, anyway, people like it though. It's Computer Science Education Week. Eddie, that one's for you. And it's also, I don't know who this is for. It couldn't be for me. Older Driver Safety Awareness Week. Mm, I I can't tell you. So listen, you've all been wonderful. We're not done yet, but I have a couple things to say at the end. So I want to go around the table and let's find out where people can find you. Website. You say it, I'll spell it. Okay, that's the deal. I love to spell, Mary. So Mary Oves, where would you like people to go to learn more about you, my dear? Go ahead. Okay, you can access my website in three different ways. Um, my website is chrysaliscollective.org. You could all... Let me, is it C-H-R-Y-S-A-L-I-S-C-O-L-L-E-C-T-I-V-E.O-R-G. I got it? That's correct. Go ahead. You could, you could also type in maryoves.com. That's my... That's M-A-R-Y-O-V-E-S.com. And what's the third? I told you I love to spell. Go ahead. I used to, I used to be the not it girl. So it was, um, it's, there's dashes in there. So I'm going to spare you that. Thank um, you very much. But, but yeah, I don't want you to have to worry. So it's either the chrysaliscollective.org or marioves.com and it'll both bring you to the same spot. Thank you very much. Thank Eddie. you. Eddie Goodman, where do you want people to go to learn more? They can go to www.earnitrust.com. Okay. That's E-A-R-N-O-U-R. T-R-U-S-T dot com. Okay. Thank you. Ella Badura, where do you want people to go? Um, They can find me on www.joyfulnewlife.com or my book is um, available on Amazon. Just type my name, Ella Badura. Now that was joyfulnewlife.com? That's right. Mm -hmm. J-O-Y-F-U-L-N-E-W-L-I-F-E dot com. Did I get it? That's right. Yes. See, this is a test of the brain cells that are left. What can I tell you? <laughs> I want to give you each 30 seconds or less to do some shout outs for the holidays. Eddie, who do you want to shout out? I'm just going to go around the table here. Eddie, who do you want to shout out to? Well, let's shout out to my partner, Lee Johnson. He couldn't be with us today, but I don't want to shout out to him. Shout out to my sister and my family, my father, and everybody out there that's doing goodwill. I want to shout out to them. There you go. Thank you, Eddie. I knew you'd do that. Mary Oves, who do you want to shout out to? Yeah, my sons, John, Dustin, and Tommy, uh, my father, who's 93, is going to be 94 in a few months, and, my, uh, and Ella said she wanted to go to Hawaii. I'm going to meet my, my niece's daughter for the first time. She's six months old. She'll be at my house at Christmas, so I'm excited for my whole fam- family to come here. Thank you. Ella, quickly, shout-outs. Go ahead. I would like to shout-out to my daughter, Victoria, uh, my sister, my mom, and all my family and friends, and also all the ladies who are just pushover in life, and they can find their own voices. There you go. Well, we found we find our voices. I used to be shy, by the way. That was a little <laughs> a couple of days ago. I want to do a shout out to Andrew. Everybody say thank you to Andrew. One, two, three. 
Thank, Thank you, Andrew. Andrew. Our engineer, and a shout-out to all my good friends and colleagues at Voice America Radio. We're still mourning the passing of the president and CEO of Voice America. Jeff Spinard passed away last week, and we miss him. He was a mentor and a friend to so many, and he opened the door that I climbed through with both feet and started my professional radio career 11 years ago. Jeff, we miss you. Okay, here are my shout-outs. Everybody listen up. Life is short. Break the rules. Right, Eddie? Forgive right. quickly. Kiss slowly. It's the only way to kiss. Love truly, <laughs> laugh uncontrollably, <laughs> and never, ever, ever regret anything that made you smile. And here's the final word. Work like you don't need the money. Eddie, on the way to becoming a billionaire, work like you don't need the money. You'll get there. Dance like no one's watching, but they sure watched when I was teaching hustle and line dances on a tabletop in a high school cafeteria in high heels, giving dance lessons in Eugene, Oregon, 150 years ago. Sing like nobody's listening. Ah, Try not to sing. Love like you've never been hurt because, damn it, we all have. Get over it. Let your heart heal. Open up. Find new ways and new places and new people to love. It will happen. Trust me. Been there, done that. Money talks, chocolate sings, and last but not least, and I borrowed this line from another host years ago. Thank you for turning me on. Everybody, <laughs> wave good. Don't go away, guests. I want to talk to you. Everybody, wave goodbye to Facebook. Bye. Bye, Goodbye Facebook. to Voice America Empowerment. Thanks again for tuning in to Read My Lips Radio, presented by the Voice America Variety Channel. Tweet your questions and comments to at Radio Red 777. Join host, a.k.a. Radio Red, again next Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We wish you a positively cool, creative week.